So before we go into prayer for all those folks who are talking about and whatnot, if you could all just please stand um, in honor of God's word as we get into the scriptures this morning, and we'll go directly into prayer. Starting in verse 17 of Acts chapter 20, Luke records for us that now from Miletus, he, that being Paul, sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. And when they came to him, he said to them, you yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. This is God's word. You may be seated as we go into prayer. Father, as we just gather before you this morning, we want to remember all of these folks um, who are in need, from Taj and for Pete as he transitions, Lord, and for Shirley's friend, continued healing there, um, for Tim's friend's family, for Art, I pray, Lord, that you would bring peace and you would bring blessing to all of these folks. And we have seen on so many occasions this year, Lord, the miracles that you have performed on behalf of your people. And you have done so through faithful people who have operated in the gifts that you have given them, in the hospitals and in the ambulances and in all of those places, and as, as well as just around our community, Lord. Um, it is no less a miracle because a doctor does what they're gifted to do or what a nurse does of, because of what she is gifted to do through your hands and, and making people better and well. And I'm thankful for that, Lord. You have shown yourself so faithful throughout this year. And pray that you would heal these folks, that you would walk with the families that are in need. Lord, and I just pray for all those folks who, as we, we look at your word this morning, who are in some sort of transition in their life, going from point A to point B, and are unsettled in their spirit. Life itself is about change, but sometimes it's a little bit bigger at times than sometimes, some, sometimes we can't handle that. It, it unsettles us. And I just pray that you would speak peace into the hearts of those folks who are dealing with those things right now, that the name of Jesus would be glorified and that you would um, settle our hearts down before your throne. Remind us, Lord, that you have everything under control and everything is within your hands. And that every hour that we need you, as the hymn says to us, Lord, you are there for us. I'm thankful for that. I pray for all of the needs that we have here in this community and in this church. Um, that you would just meet those needs according to your glorious riches in Jesus. Fathers, we gather around your word this morning. I pray that you would open up our hearts, not just our minds, but our hearts as well that would be the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. And as we hear your word this morning and as we learn together, we, we come before you and we just say, teach us, Lord, what we need to know. May the words that come out of my mouth be something more than just the ramblings of a 50-year-old man, but that they would be anointed by your Holy Spirit and that they would do what it is you intend them to do. You have given us your word in the scriptures and we open that up before us this morning and we say, teach us, Lord, teach us this morning. We give you thanks and we give you praise for everything. And we just, we, we say to you that we love you. 
We're thankful for the sunshine and for gathering here this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. I've titled the message this week, Faithful in the Struggle. Faithful in the Struggle. Um, I find that to be a very apt title for what we're going to take a look at at the beginnings of Paul transitioning away from some people that he's fallen completely in love with. And and what I want us to really look at and build on this week as we walk through chapter 20 is that one of the hardest things in life is saying goodbye. One of the hardest things in life is saying goodbye, especially when you have made it your life goal to be faithful or have been faithful in all the things that God has called you to do in your life every step of the way. But there are times when he calls us in transition where we find changes in our lives that are overwhelming for us. And it is, it's good for us to understand that that is a hard thing, but that God walks with us. And that if we, we hear what the Holy Spirit has to say to us, we are strengthened in those times when we need help. And we left off last week, I don't know about you, but we left off last week rather hot. Um, I was ready for a nap by the time I got home. It was quite warm. But I also left us with a few lessons from Paul as, as he chose to bypass Ephesus on the way down the coast on a boat and, and not to speak with his friends there, not to encounter them in Ephesus. He, he went right by where one of the places where probably everybody thought he would stop. And we were reminded then and there that at the beginning of each season of change in our life, it, it's helpful for us to know that we need to be aware of a few things. And that's what I left you with. There were three things that were fairly simple for us to know, but they're profound in their impact if we can get our hands around them. Number one is to know yourself deeply and be confident in that. Know yourself deeply and be confident in that. You are defined by who Christ says you are. Not by what this world says you are, not by what your spouse says you are, not by what your situation in living says you are. You are defined at your core by who Jesus says you are. And when you know that and you know yourself deeply and you're confident in that, that is incredibly helpful. Number two, we are to know how to balance time with people and when to be alone. Don't let chaos rule in your life. You need to know when silence is the only option for you. We know from the scriptures, especially in Elijah's day, that God speaks how? In a gentle whisper. He's very hard to hear in the noise and in the chaos, isn't he? But it is not always good to be alone. It is good to gather together with friends. So you need to know when it is good to be with people and when it is good to have silence and be alone. So those are the first two things. And the third thing is, is never let your emotions dictate your decisions or be a distraction within your life. Never let your emotions dictate your decisions or be a distraction. 